Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today we're going to talk about the 4th of July fun here in Brainerd. Our guests include Dave Vado, who is the Executive Director of Community Action, and Mary Devine Johnson, who is the Executive Director of Visit Brainerd. Folks, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. I should say welcome back, because I know you've both been here before <laughs> to talk about events. And uh, this is kind of fun. Uh, you know, you you got to put things in perspective. But last year, we were talking just about fireworks, and that was even a scramble to put on. This year, we're back with some events. Absolutely, yeah. So the, the key word this year is resilience, and that's kind of been the key for all businesses and organizations. Yeah. And it's the same thing with us with our event. You know, last year we uh, we drew a line in the sand and we said we will shoot off fireworks. We will find a way to make that happen. This year we said we're going to find a way to get the parade back and include that as well. You know, moving forward, it, the event will just continue to grow its way back. But this year it's just about making sure that we get those events in there and that people have a, a ability to enjoy their fourth of july with us here in brainerd baxter yeah well we are the fourth of july capital <laughs> that's right yeah and and of course having these events it means a lot to the to uh you know it the, does. the tourism industry if you will you bet i mean and everyone knows that brainerd or the brainerd lakes area is really just one of um, minnesota's tourism capitals and so having events like this and having organizations like brainerd community action who are willing to make the investment and do the legwork so that there are things to do both for people who live here locally and people who come to visit is just phenomenal we couldn't you know we thank them so much for for their role in pulling all of these things together too so. Excellent. Uh, Dave, I understand that Arts in the Park last Sunday was well attended. Oh, Arts in the Park was a smashing success. And if that's any indication of what things are going to be here for this next weekend, uh, people are just ready to be out and about. Yeah. And uh, we had a, our vendors were uh, so excited with how things turned out. And that's really what it's all about for us in that event. It's an event for vendors to get out and, and uh, get a, in front of the public and, and make some sales. But, uh, man, they were, they were all just exhausted by the time the event was over. And uh, I think in terms of the public coming out, people were just excited. They were excited to be out and to see some sunshine and uh, have a good time. Well, let's hope we see a lot of people at the parade. Let's talk about that now. Yeah. Uh, a new time for the parade. Yeah, so we pushed it back to 6 p.m. this year, which is looking like it's going to be a really good decision because it's going to be hot. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got a couple people that have told me they had some costumes they were going to wear that they're already having to adjust. <laughs> Sleeves are being cut as we speak. <laughs> Sleeves optional. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, we pushed it back to 6 p.m. to try and kind of group things together. That way people don't feel like they have to leave and come back. You can hang around with us. What we're recommending and people do is uh, pack a picnic lunch and come down there with us and uh, you know just enjoy the day and that beautiful campus that we have down there at the high school fields. It's unbelievable. Every other bit of grass in this city is burnt to a crisp, <laughs> but that place is just a lush, lush forest. It's beautiful. Yeah. So um – as far as the parade is concerned, is it too late to get an entry in the parade? If you wanted to try and squeeze in, we could probably still squeeze you in there. Um, it, what you're going to want to do is just reach out to us. Uh, best way is through our email, info at brainerdcommunityaction.org. Uh, we can definitely try and squeeze you in. The big thing with the parade is the participants need to be back there before the roads are closed. So that's going to be a big thing. big thing. Contact us. We'll try and get you that information on how to do it. And uh, yeah, we'd still love to have anybody that may have forgot or just wasn't quite ready to pull the trigger on it. Okay. 
Um, and so the parade route is, is – what do we need to know about that? Same route as we've done the last handful of years. You're going to be starting down at the corner of Kiwanis and College Drive and then making your way up the loop and coming back down around. So you're going to be on uh, East River Road, on Laurel Street, South 5th Street, and then back down College Drive making that big loop. It's a large parade route, so if you're someone that's still a little concerned about being out there, there's plenty of space to get to. And and if you get down towards the end of the route there, there's plenty of room to be spaced out. That's true. All right, so the parade happens, and then we get ready for fireworks. And talk about that, because... Uh, Fireworks are a big deal. Absolutely. We love shooting off fireworks. And, and I keep saying it, and I should probably stop saying it, but I have told them, put a couple questionable ones in there. I want to see something go really bad, really big bang. Uh, <laughs> and we had, we had some fun with it last year. The big thing is that we're going to shoot them off as high as possible again. Uh, last year, that was our goal so that people didn't have to congregate. You could space out. Uh, moving forward, we're probably going to continue that because we've heard good things. Uh, people out on the lakes that can still watch. You know, we got a couple lakes around here. White Sand and, and Gilbert that people have said they've seen it from. Uh, but even just the, the parking lots and stuff around the area of Brainerd, yeah. tons of people watching at Westgate Mall, tons of people watching uh, over by the uh, courthouses and whatnot. What I usually say is look towards the direction of the high school and then just get some distance between you and a building and you should be good to go. Yeah. Uh, talk about those that uh, and, and what we need to know for those that uh, may want to come down and, and try and get a spot at the Brainerd High School field. Absolutely. So that's going to be the big one. We've got uh, people that are going to be coming down there. Uh, we cannot sit on the high school hill this year. We're still dealing with the construction that's happening there and actually probably way more than we were last year. Last year there was a little bit of demolition and a little bit of stuff happening. This year it is a full-on construction site and we need to make sure that people are safe. And thankfully the high school has allowed us to use that space but they just gave us some restrictions. And so what we ask people is that you're being uh, courteous and that you're understanding of the situation. We want to be able to have the fireworks. We want to be able to have that location, but we have to follow a few guidelines. So the big ones are uh, you're not going to be allowed to enter from the, the east side, which includes that high school hill by the senior lot, for those that are aware. Uh, you're going to have to come down and around and enter from East River Road. There are five gates that are available, but the big thing this year is we will have the grandstands at the football stadium available for seating. Ah. And that has not been available for a long time. So that'll be a really cool experience. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and do I understand that the fireworks will be synced again to music? Well, we're going to be playing music through B93. We're going to be playing patriotic music during. And uh, if you believe they're synced, they're synced. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. All right. Our sister station helping out with that. That's wonderful. Um, and Mary, I know that as we uh, draw people back, uh, this is so important, and uh, it's really great that uh, we do this because we have to remember some cities are probably still not able to do a lot of this. That's right. So as the destination marketing organization for the cities of Brainerd and Baxter, you know, we communicate with other DMOs across the state, and there are still so many communities who um, are honoring COVID restrictions and or the events um, aren't able to come back because of a year off and that type of thing. And so the fact that uh, Brainerd Community Action was able to make that decision and bring back this long-standing community event, which has such an impact um, both locally and for tourists, is just incredible. It's it's amazing. Um, we know that it's it's a, 
something that people look forward to every year. And um, and so they plan their trips around it. You know, right now, this is the busiest week in the Brainerd Lakes area. There probably isn't a room or a cabin to be found. So if you can find one, snatch it up and come on up and visit because um, the power of travel is really one of those things that will help turn around our economy. Um, and it's we've got, you know, thousands of jobs in tourism and hospitality in Crow Wing County. And we rely on people coming to visit and enjoy the area. And so having events and having people back is just so important. And we're grateful that it's all coming together. And I've said for years that uh, because of the people that come and visit the Lakes area, we have so many great restaurants. Mm-hmm. We've got more theater screens than a town this size normally have. And I can go on and on. You bet. <laughs> you bet. And, and, and it's just it's so um, incredible to see that the way this community has has managed through the COVID times, you know, um, just for illustration, downtown Brainerd, there isn't a storefront available. You know, there are 15 new businesses in the last year and a half, a, a handful or better that opened during COVID. And then you still have all of the other businesses that um, shops and boutiques and coffee and great restaurants and breweries that um, are both in Baxter and, and Cuyuna, Niswa, the entire region. So it's it's really it's an important part of of our local economy so and it's good for all of us to welcome visitors to the lakes area it is. We need to welcome the visitors and be grateful that they're back. Um, we also need to be patient with the workers because mm-hmm. a lot of these organizations and businesses are short-staffed. Um, the workforce is still coming back and, and responding to um, you know all of the, the COVID restrictions and that type of thing. And so we have people who are general managers of hotels that are doing housekeeping. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just the fact. And so people have been working as hard as they can, but on thin crews. So we encourage people to the visit to be patient and then and the workers to be hospitable and and try and see if we can find our way through this and we will yeah and, yep, and we will it's that key word is just resilience that's resilience. what 2021 is is just resilience you know what can we what can we accomplish in a lot of cases in these shorter time frames or with limited uh, staff and and crews and it's it's just been impeccable and i i just want to thank you mary as well uh from from brainer community actions side of things we lean on uh visit brainer a lot for uh, we get tons of phone calls from people that say like what's going on in the area and it's so nice to be able to just say hey they actually do a a weekly roundup that will tell you everything that's going on. Just you know, push people over to that stuff. It's fantastic to have something like that in the area. Thank you. And then we do have our information center and gift store in downtown. Yeah. So if people are coming um, to visit, they are welcome to stop in and talk to us about what's going on. And then we also really um, like to work with community partners like Community Action to help provide merchandise. And so Community Action is doing a fundraiser where they are selling um, 4th of July Capital t-shirts and they are selling them through Visit Brainerd. And so you are welcome to stop in and get a t-shirt and no date. So it is timeless. It will last you for as long as it lasts. And they're cute and youth sizes and adult sizes and they're $20. And so a great little way to support this um, organization that does so much for our community. Yeah, that's right. It's just an easy way for you to make a donation and still get something that you can wear with a little bit of pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My wife has discovered your store, by the way. Oh, good. Well, we're, <laughs> we appreciate that. You'll be seeing her often. Uh, Dave, let's talk a little bit more about that. Sure. Uh, last time I checked, uh, fireworks, they don't give them away for cheap, do they? Yeah, so that's that's always the biggest issue, and we want to make sure that uh, we're up front with everybody and, and just letting them know that this is an endeavor that takes a lot of time and energy and money. And uh, we have a lot of sponsors that stepped up this year. 
you know, you, you never know when you come out of something that we've that we've never experienced how that's going to work. And we would just want to make sure that we're uh, beyond grateful to those that have been able to and understanding of those that have not. You know, there, we have vend- or, uh, sponsors that have always sponsored, and it's just not in the cards, and that's completely acceptable. You know, yeah. we're going to do with do with what we can, but we want to make sure that uh, we're definitely thanking our big three sponsors, which of course are Visit Brainerd, uh, Mills Automotive, and Dunmire's Bar and Grill, who really stepped up to to help us move this forward as they are presenting our uh, American celebration. Fantastic. Yeah. And if uh, someone would like to find out more about maybe making a donation to the effort, because I know we're going to want to do this next year, Mm -hmm. so... Uh, how, do, how does one donate to the 4th of July program? Yeah, so all you need to do is just contact us at Brainerd Community Action. You can find us through our website, BrainerdCommunityAction.org, or email us, again, info at BrainerdCommunityAction.org. And, uh, you know, people think that we're a large organization. I can tell you what, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Myself and an intern and our uh, wonderful, hardworking board of directors. Uh, so if you're looking for someone to talk to, I'm the guy. Okay. Now, to that effect, uh, do you need volunteers to help out with the uh, event? Absolutely. And that's one of the biggest things we want to talk about today is uh, we are still in need of volunteers. And it isn't something that's uh, really labor intensive. You know, we do have some some jobs that uh, the day before setting up some snow fence, the day after doing some trash pickup. Um, We usually try to partner with uh, uh, groups in the area to do those things. So if you're a a service group or if you're a group that's looking for volunteer hours, uh, we can definitely definitely help out with that and perhaps make a little donation to those groups as well. If you're just an individual or a family that's looking for a, a front row seat to watch the fireworks, uh, basically all we need to get you to do is we need bodies. We need people to help guide people. It's just a matter of someone coming up and saying, hey, can I come through here? And you just saying, nope, we got to go this way. Uh, it's not labor intensive. It's just really about having people in place more so just to make sure that everybody is just have has clear information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, if someone wants to volunteer, how do they contact I'm going to give you my cell phone number. And this is a bad idea, but I'm going to do it. Idea, but... So you can contact me directly. Uh, the phone number, 218-330-8204. Again, that's 218-330-8204. You can contact me directly, and we'll get you hooked up with a good spot to watch those fireworks and just help us out. And again, it's important to step up and volunteer for these events as well. Absolutely. Yeah, they don't happen by themselves. And so, you know, if we want to keep them going, it's important that uh, that people step up and volunteer and help. Yeah. So It's true of so many events yeah. that take place. So, yeah. yeah, do what you can and let's uh, continue to make uh, Brainerd the 4th of July capital right here in Minnesota. Absolutely. Anything else that we need to know about the event on Sunday? No, I I think that's pretty much it. We've got the parade at 6 p.m., and then we've got those fireworks at 10.15. Again, if you're planning on coming down, we say pack a picnic lunch and just kind of make a day of it. Uh, You know, it's going to be hot during the day, so go ahead and enjoy your entire weekend, and then come cap off the weekend with us. Sounds like a lot of fun. Absolutely. All right, folks, thanks for being here today with us. And thanks for making sure that we enjoy a great 4th of July here in the Lakes area. You know it. Thank you, Ken. All right, our guests today, uh, Dave Badeau, he is the Executive Director of Brainerd Community Action, and Mary Devine Johnson, she is the Executive Director of Visit Brainerd. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com, and you can also find them on our free mobile app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.